Well, hey again, and here we are. Heidi Hody. So, what have you been up to lately? What have you been doing? Well, the past week has been kind of a blur, but I do remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> um, I attended a live sporting event. Oh, wow. Which is. You know, not the norm for me. I, I do watch it on TV sometimes with the hubby because he loves basketball, which I call bagaball. Oh, wow. Highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> and specifically the Celtics because I am a masshole, as, as I've proudly stated. So the Celts played, and we went to a game for his birthday, which was fun, in Boston. And I went to my old stomping ground in the nor North End. <laughs> North End, Italian, Little Italy. I did get a cannoli late night. You have to. But where did you get it from? Okay, so usually my go-to place is definitely Bova's, but for cannoli specifically, I like modern. Oh, hot take, hot take. Yeah, like modern, it was it was excellent. Mm. Um, I did feel pretty ill after several drinks and heavy cream and food and yeah, but it was worth it. You gotta go hard. It was, I went it was hard. your husband's birthday, you gotta, gotta do it. And then I worked all day today, was a little tired, but you know what? I powered through. You're surviving. You're doing it. <laughs> what about you, though? How has your week been? I mean, I feel like I've done nothing significant this week. <laughs> I did get the hereditary gingerbread kit, and I attempted to make it twice, but I sort of cheated. You got it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Just immediately got it. Nice. Um, so, like, it comes with a recipe of gingerbread that they recommend that you make, but I bought a mix and just made it. And I greased the absolute shit out of this gingerbread mold. And I did this twice, mind what? you. And each time um, it was completely stuck to the mold and I couldn't what? pop the pieces out. What kind of grease are you using? So I gave up. It said vegetable oil. I lubed the whole thing up. You lubed it right up? Lubed it right up and none of these pieces will come out. So I gave up. <laughs> that reminds me of our one of our other favorite videos of the person like getting stuck in a tire and you have to, okay. they have to get out with butter. So this is a video I have been frantically trying to find over the past 10 years. Where is it? All, I, I've tried every search iteration. Butter boy in inner tube, boy stuck in tube, needed butter. Because we were all sitting around in our living room watching America's Funniest Home Videos, as one does. Right. And sure enough, this little boy is chilling in his pool and he gets an inner tube stuck on him. I think, was it an inner tube or a tire? Probably a tire. I thought he was stuck in a tire. Either way, they got the big old tub of butter out and moved his <laughs> whole body out and pushed him out. And I've only seen this clip once, but it's stuck with me since. I think I only saw it once too, but yeah, I've never forgotten. And I feel like I should just change all my usernames to boy stuck in tube with butter. <laughs> butter boy. Literally though, if anyone knows what we're talking about and you have this clip, please send it because we have been trying to find it. That would make our lives and we <laughs> actually beg of you to look for it and send it to us. Thanks. Yeah. America's Funniest Home Videos, if you're out there, please <laughs> AFB. send me any iteration of this video. I'll take a VHS cassette. I'll take anything. Speaking of AFE, like I, there's a special place in my heart for either like something like candid camera and prank, <laughs> prank shows and um, basically just like epic fails of people. <laughs> you guys are the damn fool. That's the thing. Well, I guess so. Eesh. But I know you're not a fan of uh, impractical jokes. I knew this was coming. <laughs> For years, I was trying to get you to go on the Impractical Jokers cruise. 
I considered it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of cruises in general. Like, picturing a bunch of people cramped in there and... I would love to see you, like, walking around the deck, (laughs) walking around the galley with just a bunch of Impractical Jokers fans. Gotta get my Hawaiian shirts ready for that. Oh, yeah, the cruise wear. Need the full resort wear. wear 2023. (laughs) Ayo. I don't even think the cruise still happens. Maybe it does. There's a lot of interesting cruises out there. And I want to go on all of them. I'm upset <laughs> I never went on Rosie's cruise. <gasps> Wasn't there another one you were always saying we should go on? I don't know. There's a lot. And I'm half serious, so I don't even know <laughs> what it could even be. I'm down. At this point, I'm like, all right. I feel like, were we seriously considering going on Par- Paramore did a cruise? <laughs> I feel like we were seriously Par- considering recently, it. Or was this when they first came this out? Was like a, this was like years ago. Not when they first came out, but like... It wasn't recent. If I would get to see Misery Business live on the cruise, sure. <laughs> Count me in. I mean, it sounds like the perfect <laughs> setting for that. I'm in the business of misery. Oh my god, different. Haley, are you here? Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't know you were here. Love her. Well, seeing them in Atlantic City, I guess, in May. Oh yeah, you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that with Blink-182? Sure is. Gonna be the punk tour. The oldest lady there. So I keep telling my <laughs> friends that I'll you'll probably find me passed out in the beach if not in the ocean. So at least there's a nearby beach, so you can just chill. Well, that's the best part about Atlantic City is that if you know you're down on your luck, you're going through a hard time, you can just go cry on the beach for free and oh, yeah. jump in the water. It's part of the experience. It truly is. I haven't been to the Jersey Shore in a hot minute. I, I actually was thinking you should take me to New Jersey sometime. <laughs> Go see Barb, our Say, favorite. She gotta go. She's making cookies. She wanted me to mention the cookies. What kind? <laughs> she, um, I guess, is full-blown Italian now. She made fig cookies <gasps> and pignoli cookies. Oh, my God. You know, Wait. Teresa Giudice's favorite. Not, she's not Italian, though, right? Well, she's her, husband, her husband's fully Italian. So, wow. That's nice. Yeah. That's So she's really getting into the baking yeah, spirit. She's Italian now. She also wanted to make rainbow cookies, and I kind of had to talk her out of it, because that's an endeavor. You have to make it's three hard. separate cakes to make rainbow cookies. It's like, how committed are you yeah. to the craft? So I was like, don't don't push it. You already made two cookies. Like, just take a break. Is she going to... When are you going to get to try her cookies? I think she's going to mail me some, because oh. I'm going to stay up here for Christmas, but I'm sure she'll have some frozen when I go down there, too. That's special. Need the full cookie experience from my newly Italian mother. <laughs> now you're Italian. Now I'm Italian. Hey, when you hear your family. Oh my god. <gasps> Bertucci. I don't know why that reminded me of Bertucci's, even though that's Olive Garden's slogan. I have been saying I'm in the mood to go to a Bertucci's for dinner. Well, first of all, that's such a mass whole thing, obviously. <laughs> Take me to the chain. They just filed for bankruptcy again, though, so they closed a few of them. Uh, but will there still be some existing? Yeah, the local one oh, near us up here is still open, so we should go get the rolls, really oh, dive wow. into our yeah, full the rolls and butter. mass whole culture. So the oil. Yeah. Apparently, there's a new Dunkies that just popped up for all my mass holes out there. I actually have not been to Dunkies in a minute, but our local town, Haverhill, popping up new Dunkies. And I don't even know where this Dunks is. We need the, we need the deets. <laughs> we need to scope it out. I, I would really like to go into all the local Dunkins and just interview people and see, like, what's up? Like, how, why are you here today? Just a little bit about their life, just to get a sense of the... Co- you know, our beautiful local culture that I love so much. <laughs> I can tell you 
right now, the last thing Haverhill needs is another Dunkin' Donuts. There's already like 400 <laughs> There's there. a lot. There's one like a block away from my house. <laughs> and when Jenna came over, she's like, hey, what's the local coffee spot? Oh, yeah. And I was like, a Dunks down the road. And she was like, all right. Like, all right. Well, if I can get a Dunkachino, I'm good. Oh my god, <laughs> Miss Dunkachino. But I'll probably get violently ill again. So, is there anything that doesn't make you violently ill? Oh, yeah, apparently I'm my stomach's sensitive these days. Maybe you gotta take one of those little food sensitivity blood tests. Figure Oof. out what's up. Yeah, I do love dairy and cheese, and I think I'm better off like limiting it. So, that's I feel like everyone thinks they are lactose intolerant, but they're not. <laughs> um, but. Just the dunks idea of interviewing people reminds me of just like a typical day for me because okay, this is <laughs> stupid. Yeah, give, I, give me the rundown of your typical day. So I don't currently drive. <laughs> to each his own. I got an accident years back. I'm not a great driver. I did driving here and there when I lived outside of the city. In the city, I didn't need to drive. Now I live outside of the city again, and just like haven't really done driving yet and I've done actually a few practice rounds just to get back into the swing of it and have confidence but on a daily basis I do work from home and if I have an appointment or something I take a damn uber or lyft I mean you gotta be their number one customer in this area (laughs) in the whole north shore like that means I'm meeting a lot of the drivers and for some reason like just a quality about me and same with my dad People are just really comfortable immediately telling their entire life story. I get that a lot, too. Yeah. People always ask me for directions, It's because you're nice, too. and you'll respond. Yeah. And Plus, so, we look, like, innocent, and people just want to ask us stuff. Or yeah. Tell about, yeah, tell them our And story. they're like, oh, what do you do for work? Like, And I end up, like, having to consult them on marketing. And <laughs> so it's just so – the characters I've met, like, I truly would love to make a documentary on just some of these people. Like, this one guy um, – I was actually going on a longer drive to my office, which luckily I could expense, (laughs) but he was going on about his gambling addiction and his marriage problems and all of that. And I was just like, okay, after like 30 minutes, I gave it a while. I was like, I'm going to just like put my headphones on now. I feel like if it's a scenario like that where you're trapped in the car and someone's trauma dumping on you like that ride should be free it's like i'm listening to your problems i'm nodding my head like how about you comp this ride because i'm (laughs) your in-car therapist i'm trapped i can't leave they did not get a tip (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay well i i'm a true millennial to my core and i tip like ridiculous over anything i'm just like here please take here you go you're nicer than me (laughs) Well, enough about us. Yeah, let's talk about stuff that was up this week, honey. Something's up, as usual. Yeah. And this week, first hot topic, got to talk about this Vulture article on Nepo Babies because it's one of my fave topics. I've been seeing that pop up, and Jess was suggesting this as a great topic, and I was like, yes, but I actually don't know... (laughs) Shit about it. You know some Nepo babies. I know Shiloh, Pitt. That's the name, right? Yeah, but like <laughs> she hasn't really done anything. I would even. That's the only one like I've seen that I know exists, but so I don't really you don't know. even really know the level of Nepo. No, you have to educate me on this. 
Well, see, it's hard for me because I don't know where exactly they draw the line. Like, a lot of people say one of your faves, Jonah Hill, is a Neville baby. Oh, yeah. So, who are his parents? I've seen his mom on his new documentary. I think, I forget what his mom is involved in. And then his older brother used to be um, the manager for Maroon 5. Really? Yeah. Oh, didn't he pass away? Yeah, he did. Oh, but, yeah. um... And I forget what his dad did, but it was something, you know, Hollywood industry related. So it makes sense that Jonah and Beanie are famous. Yeah, I was going to say. And that trickles <laughs> down to his sister, who yeah. obviously gets a bunch of roles. Well, unfortunately, she's not in uh, Hello, Dolly anymore. Well, it was Funny Girl. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was saying the wrong thing, and I knew it was Funny Girl. <laughs> Don't tell me not to do Yeah. Do yeah. It. Good stuff. And what's her name? Leah... Leah she has Michelle. a million names. Leah Michelle. Ugh. I don't love her. Sorry. Well, I know. It's like they're letting her have a resurgence over that, and we'll see how it goes for her. She's People still hate her and think she can't read, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's not really widely loved. But you know what? I was trying to think of like who my favorite Nepo babies are, and I don't know if it's just because I watched one of her movies the other day, and she's not like a likable person, but I, she plays an iconic bitch. I just I love Emma Roberts. She plays a great. What bitch. was she in that you were watching? I don't some random like rom com Christmassy movie on Amazon <laughs> Prime. It actually wasn't bad, but it's because she always plays like a bitch character, and I just love bitches. That would be my dream role. So there's two types of roles I would love to play: an absolute bitch, <laughs> like <laughs> who real- doesn't. Real bitch. And the other one is, if I was in a horror movie, the person that got killed off first, just screaming my head off, like, covered in blood, running down the street, screaming on the top of my lungs. So you don't want to be the final girl. You want to be one of the... You would have to be, like, you know... You know who always goes first, ladies-wise, in horror movies. The hot one? The promiscuous one. (laughs) Yeah, like, the little skanky girl. I don't know about skanky, but they never never make it. They're always the first to go. (laughs) I just picture that being my type of role for some reason, even though I'm not big into horror, but... So, okay, so there's Emma Roberts. Yeah, and then a very iconic Nepo baby, Dakota Johnson, because she's third-generation Nepo. Yes, wait. Who are her parents again? So her parents are Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson. Don Johnson from, like, Miami Vice. Oh, yes. And then uh, Melanie Griffith's mother is Tippi Hendren from The Birds. So there's generations. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it goes in generations. <laughs> and obviously, like, same yeah. with Drew Barrymore. I feel like Drew Barrymore is, like, a maybe fourth-generation Nepo because she had... Oh, wow. A lot of her family members were, like, huge silent movie actors and actresses. What? Yeah, like that's how far back her stuff goes. Oh my god. So like acting's in her blood. Yeah, literally. Hot damn. I mean, that's how you get a role on E.T. when you're like six. Well, it makes (laughs) sense. Like, okay, so the child stardom makes a lot of sense. I actually have been enjoying clips of Drew lately. I'm all for her. I'm loving her. She's just so authentic. She speaks from her soul. I also just like love all Pisces. (laughs) Oh, she's Pisces. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But did you see that clip of her and Aubrey Plaza from this week? Oh, I think I did. Yeah. It's so good because Aubrey is, of course, like deadpan as hell. And she's (laughs) like, I love you, Drew. Be my mommy. Oh, I did see that. serious she's like i will i'll take you into my bosom yes yes i will i'll pet your head and tell you how loved you are oh, don't I would worry love that too i know i was like please that sounds great she's very, very comforting pet me and tell me all my worries please mean nothing. Me. <laughs> be my mommy <laughs> um isn't 
So does Lily Collins count as one? Because <laughs> yeah, I knew Phil Collins. Of course. Because I don't think she would have a career without Phil. I. It's funny because I never know before I see these people in something. Then I real always realize later, like, oh, it's because their family's famous. Yeah, like, of course they had a leg up. That's why. <laughs> well, it helps if you're like if you happen to be gorgeous too. Like, oh, doesn't hurt. <laughs> but also, like, you have. Like, you grow up rich, you have yeah. access to everything that'll keep you looking gorgeous. That makes sense. And then um, Rashida Jones. Yeah, she's obviously one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I do know some. Yeah, you know. I love Gwyneth, her, by the way. She's one. Gwyneth? Yeah. Oh, so pretty much everyone that's made it. <laughs> pretty much. So that was privileged. But the only thing is, it does make you kind of like, you know, you can reevaluate yourself and be like, yeah, of course things didn't work out for me. I <laughs> I don't have famous rich parents. I'm poor. I help me. I'm poor. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, respect for people yeah. that come out of nowhere and it's, have fame. I just get annoyed though because of course that's why so many rich people go into creative endeavors because they have that cushion of yeah, oh my family's It's like wealthy. a passion project. Yeah, so I can do whatever I want, dedicate all my time to this. No worries. And their parents are like, good, they have a job. Yeah. Oh, they're doing something. <laughs> oh, fantastic. They're in Iceland for their movie. <laughs> that I fully funded. Yeah. I know the director. We're best friends. Um, so a lot of nepos in this world, and I, I feel like a lot of them are just some well-known sexy people that date other well-known sexy people and some fuckboys along the way. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, stay vigilant. If you're like, how is this person I've never heard of in this top billing movie? <laughs> you know, their family's probably connected. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, which brings me to my next topic of, I've been seeing John Mayer pop up and he's doing promo right now. He's been on interviews and I feel like What he, is this promo for? Because does he even have, have an album that. coming out? Really? He's just going on tour with Dead & Co. again, right? Like what else does <laughs> he That's all I know about. Coming down the Because I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So as a person, yes, John Mayer is maybe a little... Like, he's dated so many women, and he, he doesn't have the greatest reputation there, and I don't know. But I just like him for some reason, because... You're under his spell. I'm kind sure. of under his spell. I think he is sexy, especially when he plays guitar. So, I saw him... Of course, and you were sucked <laughs> in right away to this. I mean, that'll get, get ya. I saw him when I was in high school, back in the day, and then years later, now that he's in Dead & Co., and my husband's into, like the jam bands of fish and you know this whole grateful dead situation i'm like all right i guess i'll go to my first show so i went <laughs> last year i'm going again and i absolutely loved it because john mayer killed it well yeah you dressed the part you got your burks out <laughs> i wore my scratch burks <laughs> yeah i got a little hippie vibe going on do you think on. you're gonna do like one dread and a feather for this next show oh i could incorporate feathers last time i wore gems on my eyes did I tell you that uh, when I was in high school, totally unprompted for no reason, I did have one dread with a beard, with <laughs> oh, a beaded and a feather on. Did you still have that in college? I don't think so. I think I, I got, saw it. No, I got rid of it before I went to college. <laughs> so talk about the time in your life when you decided to have a dread. It was. I don't even know why. <laughs> I couldn't tell you why. I did a lot of. I've done a lot of weird things in my life, well, totally so unprompted for no no reason. Well, that's nice. I maybe will consider not brushing one little bit of my hair for a while. And <laughs> I hope you do. 
You could never do that. Uh, yeah, probably not. What do you do? You're going to go to the salon and be like, hi, cut everything but this <laughs> dread piece. Just keep this little rat tail in the back. <laughs> I need this rat <laughs> tail for a show I'm going to. <laughs> Jess and I in college used to absolutely scream down the hallway, Uncle Bilbo, curl my rat tail. For some reason, I, yeah, <laughs> I used to do a full skit. I, I love doing bits in my everyday she life. Sure and Uncle Bilbo was a big one of them. <laughs> I don't know why. Bilbo Baggins. It's not connected well, to that whatsoever. I mean, that's where my inspo came from for the name, obviously. I've seen every Lord of the Rings. I saw it in theaters. I think I fell asleep. Me too. I think I blacked out. Because <laughs> they're so long. It's so damn long. My mom, I went with my whole family. My mom and brother were obsessed. And me and my dad fell asleep. I used to go to the midnight release and the movie's like three <laughs> hours long every time. And I'm like, why the hell am Did I Did you here? wear a cloak? No! <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. I liked those. I mean, they're obviously classics. I listened to The Hobbit on audiobook and I just remember the author would be like, I would have to crank it up all the way because I couldn't hear. I don't think J.R.R. was actually reading those. <laughs> well, not the author. He's I mean, dead. But... The speaker of the audiobook. Narrator. <laughs> narrator. <laughs> I'm slow. <laughs> and then it would just, it'd be cranked up and then you just hear, Bilbo Baggins! <laughs> <laughs> so that's my memory. Uh, yeah, I had a huge crush on Legolas, obviously. Oh, okay, okay. Orlando Bloom. Yeah, thank you for letting me know which character he was. <laughs> Are you more of an Aragorn? Who's that? Uh, Vigo. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I also I used to play the game on PlayStation Whoa. 2. Oh, okay. She's a gamer too, guys. Yeah, I used to be Gimli with the axe. <laughs> yeah, sounds fun. It was fun. <laughs> Once again, different life, though. I don't know what I was doing back then. My favorite game was the Michael Jackson dance game on Wii. I you know, crushed that. You could you could blow up on TikTok doing some of those dances. Oh my Bring God. it back. Do you have the glove? Where's your glove? Yep. I had one sparkly glove. I got it on Christmas years ago. And I did it all the time in my apartment with you and multiple other friends. Yeah, I mean, I had the game too, obviously. So you're just, you know, if, you're, if anything was wrong with your copy, we could pop mine in and keep it going. I should start asking for, like, Wii games for Christmas. <laughs> Totally forgot that was a thing. Yeah. I mean, I have a Switch. I think we can download oh. it. We can play right here. This is perfect in your basement. We can oh really God. We can really have the time of our lives. So, MJ. 2023, we're going to become gamers in my basement. I love that you consider playing MJ makes <laughs> us gamers. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not as uh, deep as, like, uh, what are the big games? I don't know. I'm never going to play Skyrim and that other shit. So that's like, I can only Leave play- Leave that to Mike. Yeah, I can only play like the weird, stupid games. Yeah, I'm, I'm for that. Um, well, there's another exciting thing happening soon. If anyone has seen a trailer for Barbie. I'm so excited to see Barbie. I'm going to see it immediately. When is I, it out? It's not out, I think, until July 2023. But I feel like oh, we need so to fully dress up. I think you oh. need to be Malibu Barbie. <laughs> Obviously, I'd want to be Malibu Barbie. Which one would you be? Ah, tough call. I feel like I need to do one of the 80s ones with the grip hair. That was like one and of the leg warmers. Yeah, just go all out. Oh, Hunter yeah. pink. My mom had some like vintage Barbies, like Skip, wasn't that one? She had. Do you mean, was this man? No, I, are you talking about Skipper, her little sister? It's Skipper, yeah. <laughs> I don't know names of anything. Skipper. She had like a little like cute suitcase thing that Skipper, that she brought Skipper around in. 
feel like, yeah, what was Skipper's origin story? She just, like, appeared one day. But she showed no up with idea. a suitcase. Was she an orphan? Oh, God. <laughs> There's a dark story to Skipper. <laughs> I'm so excited for Barbie, though. I think that's going to make Barbillion dollars. Ooh, and it's going to be great. Robbie. She's hot. <laughs> I just think she's hot. and She's also a pretty good actress. We don't <laughs> There's that, too. I loved her in Tanya. I, Tanya. I really want to... I mean, Babylon's getting mixed reviews, but I really want to see it because I didn't even know that Samara Weaving is in that movie, too. And her and Margot Robbie look identical. Oh, wow. So I'm kind of excited to see that because I feel like they're always competing for roles. So and I want to see them in the same movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, iconic. <laughs> he probably shouldn't be playing Ken, but whatever. Let it ride. I mean, he, he looks like Ken, so it works. Yeah. Just shellack him and... <laughs> Loop him up. In bronzer. I think that's exactly what they did. And then bleached his hair. I'm for it. But the funny, the most hilarious thing is we always talk about... We've obviously been talking about our podcast to some friends, and one of our friends had no clue that Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling were different people. <laughs> And you know what? I that's a very easy mistake to make. They're yeah, both I get Ryan, it. They're both Canadian. They both kind of look similar. Like they're around the same age. I get it. Yeah, I mean they're again both hot. <laughs> but um, I think for Barbie, you know, we should definitely keep our Greta Gerwig tradition running. We need to go to the theater, get a bottle of champagne, like we did for Little Women. <laughs> yes. Cheers in theater. You know, let it ride. And apparently Jess was telling me that I, amidst the champagne chugging that I was making out during the death scene. Yeah, you were a little disrespectful to <laughs> Little remember that. Women. Um, so I was sobbing because Beth was dying. And sure enough, um, yeah, you and your husband were making out next to <laughs> me and Kata. He was a gem for coming along to our Little Women date on New Year's Day. True. And now I'm really pushing for our New Year's Day tradition to be to watch both Little Women yes. back to back. I love the Winona one, of course, but, you know, Timothy Chalamet and those folks loved, loved it as well. Um, and that does bring us to a little segment that we like to talk through, Crush of the Week. And just if anyone else would like to rename this for us and go for it, because yeah. we would love brainstorms. Or how, I don't know, do people, what about cutie corner? <laughs> cutie corner of the week. I'm such a sucker for alliteration. I'm like, how can we judge this Always. Up? My name is alliteration, Megan Morris. Oh, Ooh, I just revealed to myself. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> just call me memes. <laughs> um, but anyways, I think my... Cutie corner of the week is Timothy Chalamet, which is interesting because I was like not like sexually into him or anything. I just you actually have a crush on someone without it being. Yeah, sexual. It, this is totally not sexual, but I have some newfound respect for him as an actor because I I just was late to the game, but just watched Call Me by Your Name, beautiful film. Like he was so good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I cried a little bit. I'm obsessed with like how years late you are on this, years but I late. love that. <laughs> but I loved around. it. Um, and then that other actor, isn't he Arnie? Army? Didn't he eat human beings or something? Oh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Arnie. He's got some weird allegations against him. Yeah. But that's why I loved that the director of Call Me by Your Name was like, "All right, so for this next move, my next movie, Bones and All, I'm gonna make it about cannibalism. Bring Timmy back. Sorry, Army, you're not included. Even though this is a topic Ooh. we think you would know a lot about. <laughs> well, that was probably a good call. Um, so that is my little cutie of the week. 
who would you say yours is? For me, um, it's my beloved Matt Rogers. I just watched Hilarious. his Christmas special, and it was great. Which I, I need to watch. I think you would love it. It's it was filmed at Joe's Pub, which I also love. Where is that? It's in New York. Um, it's kind of like a, it's a very small stage, um, and it's always kind of like a musical review that happens there. Oh, cool! I saw Bridget Everett there, and it was unreal. I loved it. I pretty much cried the whole time because oh, wow. she's one of my obsessions. <laughs> Um, but yeah, his special was great. I love him. He was recently on Celebrity Jeopardy, crushed it. Oh, wow. That's and, your dream. Yeah. Oh, Jess has been trying to get on Jeopardy for, <laughs> what, two decades? Probably since birth. <laughs> it's her number one dream. And you have come really close. Oh, I need to revisit it. Yeah, you should. I need to go take the test In again. 2023, we'll be gamers and Jess will be on Jeopardy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for manifesting I'm manifesting it. <laughs> Even though I better be on with Ken because I don't like Blossom. Wait, Ken? Ken Jennings. Who? Oh my god, I don't He know. hosts, and when he's not hosting, it's Blossom, and I don't like her. <laughs> Why is Blossom hosting? I don't know, because she's allegedly a neuroscientist, but she's anti-vax. She's in Big Bang Theory, she's gotta right? She's got kicker to the curb. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I'm not... Sorry, I'm not a fan of that show. I'm not a fan of her. But her <laughs> and the laugh track... I, when I was dating um, and single, I was on my dating profile. I said, hit me up if you don't like the Big Bang Theory. Not the concept of the show. <laughs> At least you specified. Yep. <laughs> You're like, please believe in the Big Bang Theory. Just don't watch the show. Exactly. Perfect. No, and like in terms of my Matt Rogers love, like I really, I love his podcast too. I just wish him and Bowen would adopt me into their friend group, even though I I'm, love them I'm both. so unworthy, but please, please take me. Their podcast inspires us. So well done, boys. I love I you I love both. talking shit about stuff that's current. Talking smack about shit is basically talking what we're doing. Talking smack about <laughs> shit. <laughs> Saying ish about crap. Loving I don't give a shit about fuck. Oh, God. I don't give a shit about fuck. I don't give a fuck shit about... No, it's... I don't give a fuck about shit. (laughs) I love it. Speaking of giving a fuck about shit... What are you passionate about right now? Here we go, Hess Express. Hess Express? What am I passionate about? I think your answer to this this week needs more time, (laughs) so I think you should just break it down. Okay, so... Um, another thing that was really trending this week that I'm coming out strong against is buckle fat removal. Like, (laughs) ladies, what the hell are we doing? Let's move towards acceptance. And I feel like you don't know what this is. You need to define it. So it's when people get, I don't even know if, I'm assuming it's like a lipo procedure. I actually don't (laughs) even know how they do it. How did you first see this or hear about this? Well, because it's like trending on TikTok. Everyone's like, what is this surgery? You could see the surgery, or did you see the results? I, you see the results, like because people. Because <laughs> I might watch a weird surgery thing. Uh, I mean, surgery videos don't creep me out. I well, can watch that. I maybe not. So I might faint, but I do like a good gross you pimple love popper thing. Gross stuff, and I can't. I'm not. I can't watch pimple <laughs> popping videos. It makes my skin crawl. Uh, but it's when they get like fat removed, like right here, like oh, in the that. lower chin area. No, you don't. <laughs> it, first of all, it makes everyone look older and it oh. makes everyone look like sexy aliens, but not the good kind. So it makes your chin look pointier? It's like if you suck in, like if you do fish face, it kind of makes it look like that. Oh. And like you're puckering, like you're. Yeah. And, well, it's 
so it's sour. Even, like, older because like when you take the fat out here, like it makes this stuff <gasps> sink. Oh god. And I feel like it's just making everyone look like handsome Squidward, and we don't need that. Like, let's just yeah. accept our round faces and let it ride. We can't be doing this. I yeah, I probably will won't get plastic surgery even if I have like a bunch of wrinkles. I probably won't get Botox. I don't know. I'm I'm not really a fan, and this sounds mean, but like the people that get so much plastic surgery, it's like you're ugly. <laughs> Wow. That's really mean. I'm kind of all for people doing what they want to do to feel better and more comfortable about themselves. But I feel like with the buckle fat removal, like you're just creating a new non-existent thing to compare yourself to. Like, I don't know why I feel like that's just a step too far to get elective surgery on your face. Yeah, if that's the outcome where you look like Squidward, I would not recommend that. Yeah, I just... If you you actually look worse after the procedure, that's rough. And it, this reminds me of that that show, The Swan. Oh my God, I don't like the early two thousands <laughs> reality show. That was so I messed up. Don't know how that even got greenlit. I have no idea. Like the psychological trauma. I need to. Where are they now? The oh Swan. My God. I need to know how they're doing. Weren't they like showing the plastic surgeon a picture of Brad Pitt, and they were like, "Please change my entire face to look like this." I, was that this one or was that something else? That might have been like a I feel like show. that was, was that like a true life? Yeah, Because I think the swan was all women. And they were oh like, hey, you're all toe up. We're going to pay for all this plastic surgery, even <laughs> oh. though they were totally normal looking people. Yeah. Like, how did they find the right folks for the show? Like, oh, she needs some work. She can be on the show. Well, I'm sure they applied, like your true life saga. Oh. Oh they put God. the ad out there. People apply. I think the swan That's people... Sad. There was prize money, though. I forget what they oh, had to do competition-wise, well, but they would win something other than the enhancements. I don't even know if you was call it like they changed their whole face and then they would see if someone would love them, or was it just they would see who looked best? I don't know. I feel like it was set up like a beauty pageant. Oh god! But it was after they got all the surgery. That's <laughs> so fucked up. Yeah, the, that whole time period was very fucked up because we had that. And then we had Heidi getting all of her plastic surgery in one day. Like, we were getting a lot of messed up messages as children. (laughs) And it's so sad when you watch back, for any of my Laguna Beach or Hills watchers out there, when if you've seen the episode of when Heidi's mom sees her. So bad. After, and because her family's nice. Like, her mom and sister. Her family seems so well adjusted. Yeah. And just seeing how much work she had done. She was super pretty before. And it's like, what have you done? Well, it's not even like what she did, like how she looked. Her mom was just so upset with her because she's like, you could have died. You had like seven procedures in one day. Like that's not okay for anyone to be doing. Yeah, it's an obsession. But I still see her and Spencer together seeming happy with their kids. I'm so surprised they're together. I know. I can't believe like they've lasted this long. Just, I mean, but good for them. Like they're doing their crystals. He's doing yeah. his hummingbirds. Yes, yeah, hummingbirds. I definitely <laughs> watch those videos. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> it's teaching me so much about these hummingbirds. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> Thanks, Spencer, for teaching me something. And then we finally watched Beauty and the Beast. So I wanted we to hear sure your take on that. And I have a few questions about it. Well, I was excited that it 
aired right after we recorded our last podcast. I was giddy and ran to the TV. Um, I thought her was great. Shania was great. Loved the Be Our Guest scene because it really felt like I'm watching a Broadway show. Martin Short was there. Yeah. You know, that was, it was fun. And the um, Be Our Guest scene like really delivered. It did remind me of the musical because obviously in the musical they make a big to-do about that part. <laughs> And you were right. They did do an Angela Lansbury shout out. Now yeah. I know who that is. Thank you. I did know her. Um, but it was kind of weird that it was like going from live to the cartoon, in my opinion. I, I didn't love that, that either. Was kind of I kind of wish it was just the live performance because the live performance piece was great. I love that they did let her shred her guitar because I'm like, if yes. they don't freaking let her shred that thing, I'm going to be so to. upset. The guitar was so cool. I want one, but of yeah. course it's one of one, like custom yeah. Beauty and the Beast guitar. Right quick, steal her guitar when she's not looking. And when, okay, so when Josh Groban was out of his Beast exoskeleton, <laughs> do you think that was all his hair or do you think there were some extensions in that? Because it looked Ooh. weird. Well, I would not be surprised if they threw some extensions in for the Beast. I would hope so. <laughs> I still wish he just had physical makeup on and wasn't wearing that suit. That suit, I, that's the part that really made me laugh, just listening, <laughs> recalling your description of his exoskeleton, because that was something with his little head peeking yeah, out. Yeah, you see his little face like lit up and as he's trying to act in the Beast exoskeleton. And then the rose. What did you do? The, the interpretive rose dancing. Yeah. I kind of liked that though. It was a fun way because you know how normally in Beauty and the Beast, like they always cut to the rose and like the petals oh, falling wait, off. I did see that part. Yeah, so where the way, it was like an aerial shot. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And I liked that it was kind of like a modern take on that. Like they're like, oh, you know, each dancer will be a petal, and that's how we'll do it. Artsy. And I loved uh, when her and Josh Groban sang Beauty and the Beast. Then it was great. Did you shed a tear? No, I didn't get that emotional, but I thought it was good. <laughs> I thought it was well done. So that is our recap, our review of <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Can't wait for the next live action musical to happen. Yeah, what, what is happening? Yeah, next? what do you think it'll be? I don't know. I feel like I saw something about some musical in the works and I am blanking out. I have no idea what it was. I don't know, but... Well, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode, but I want to say what I got her for Christmas. No. Okay. Christmas is literally two days away. It's a musical, <laughs> uh, just in case I won't. But there you go. I'm going to see a musical in New York, and she knows that. Ew. I, so, I'm really due for a show. Let's go. I want to go see Beetlejuice, I think. Oh, wow. I love Beetlejuice. Okay. I'd go. Hey, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Is there going to be a Beetlejuice cruise? Because that, that would that would be something. <laughs> That'll be the first question I ask when I go to the show. <laughs> hey, guys, are you planning a cruise? <laughs> I you let you go? people still would jump at any opportunity to go on a cruise. Most Americans. Know. Post-COVID cruises really kind of squeeze me mm -hmm. out now. Because you you, even nowadays, like you see people who are, for some reason, electing to go on these cruises. <laughs> and sure enough... Everyone has COVID and there's like no port they can go to because they're all sick. They're just like stuck on a boat. Oh gosh, just a hot spot. <laughs> Oof. More like the hot zone. No, no thank you. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks, I'm good. But stay safe out there, folks. <laughs> Ma mask it up. Mask it up. Think, um, think of Jim Carrey. Do a Jim Carrey and mask it up this season. Oh, wow. Our <laughs> journalist is back. <laughs> so, um, we would like to conclude this episode with a special live tasting. You won't be able to see it, but we'll describe it in 
Oh, lots of detail for you. Yes, uh, Memes has prepared dessert and she needs um, our review. <laughs> I need your honest review. I truly don't know how it is, but let's hope for the best. It's actually Gabe's birthday dessert that he didn't try yet. So I'm going to have you take the first bite because he definitely wouldn't care. This <laughs> feels so rude. He's not even home oh, right now. Happy birthday. Um, yeah, I let, I let my friends take a bite of your birthday dessert. <laughs> Big old slices of... So this, so I wanted to unveil this thing because the idea was to mimic a peanut butter cup, which is his favorite. It's actually not even made of peanut butter. It's a hazelnut version of this, but it's shaped like a giant peanut butter cup. So I saw a little video from Bon Appetit, shout out, <laughs> and was like, okay, I got to do this. So I whipped it up the other day and I'm going to have Jess take a little bite. All right, ready to dive into this thing. So describe it to me, what's in it? So, it's currently rock solid because it just came out and it's messy as shit, but this is a hazelnut, a chocolate hazelnut tart, and just dive right in. Let me, let me see what you think. There's some sea salt sprinkled on the top. All right, I'm diving in. Is it good? Mm-hmm. There's a chocolate shell. There's hazelnut filling. And um, it's crunchy. It's sweet. Happy birthday to me. There's dark chocolate, bittersweet. So, you know what? It's <laughs> We're celebrating Gabe's birthday with Jess eating his <laughs> dessert before anyone else. And that's... I have it no other way, really. Happy birthday, Gabe. <laughs> All right. And uh, thanks for stopping by. We had a great time this episode, so... Make sure you listen. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Tell your tell your colleagues. Tell your uncle. Tell your second cousin, third time removed. Tell them that something's up. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye.